too long because about 8 o'clock, y'all was bedtime and y'all be falling asleep. I just wanted to let you hear the word. And I want you to hear. We got to hear, have an ear to hear, don't we? And then what? You got to be a doer of it. Oh, Jesus. Well, can I be mean a little bit? God, be mean a little bit. Ain't never stopped me before, has it? <laughs> I tell you, Brother Monty called me. I don't believe Brother Monty gets up here and says anything that's been rehearsed for somebody else. I believe he gets from the Lord. I believe that. He called me the other day, and, well, Wednesday, Wednesday, wasn't it Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday when he called me about the ba about little man sick. Yeah, it was. It was no, that's just Wednesday. It had to be Sunday. Anyway, he called me anyway. And he was sick, had fever. He brought him by, and he prayed for him. He burned it with fever and all, and said he was he was uh, still sick, called me and said he was asleep. He was asleep. He'd been, had real bad fever and stuff, was sick. And he said, uh, should he bring him to church or leave him at the house? And I said, well, you do what you want to. But I said, when my baby was sick, I load him up and come to the church house. And I think that's where it'll be today, too. You bring him to the house of God and... They brought him, as far as I know, at a church he had no fever. As far as I know, he had no fever at a, at a church. So, uh, maybe I need to, I don't, I, I don't recall, unless it's uh, a throwing up or something like that. They throw, throwing up, any, you know, and stuff like that. You know, they, they's always a reason, I guess, excuse. But anyway, get on by that. We gotta trust. We gonna trust God. We gotta trust Him. You know, we gotta trust Him. And uh, we've cured ours to church when He burned it with a fever and Myra having convulsions and everything else. I mean, six. I mean, one time, six, six, six. And I've had somebody right here in this church that here now said, "I don't know why in the world, Brother Williams, tell them to bring him youngins here sick to the church." Well, where the world are you gonna cure them? This is God. We believe. Do we believe in God or we believe in the devil? You know, and uh, we prayed for her, Brother Henderson, they is having a dinner or something or other, and, and uh, we prayed for her, and she still, still wasn't no better, so before we going to leave, they head out, everybody's getting out, I have to pray for her one more time, and uh, wound up coming back to the house and calling, uh, my do doctor's sister called me and said, it said, uh, has she still got temp temperature? I said, yes, it's about 103, between 103 and 104. I said, well, you better care to the doctor. I said, she's liable to have a brain damage or something. And uh, <laughs> But anyway, I called the doctor. There used to be a, it used to be a lady, uh, young doctor over there, and you could call her anytime at the house, and she would meet you at the hospital. And so I called her and got over, and that place was full of young and sick. <laughs> 
And uh, I said, God, I don't understand this. I said, you said if we prayed, you'd do it. Now, you said if you'd pray. And as far as I know, Lord, there is nothing in my life. I didn't even take Madison back then. Boy, I take plenty of it now, though. I didn't even take Madison back then. Oh, and I said, God, I don't understand this. She just laid in my lap, just limp. Martha was up there at the thing, signed her in and everything. And just like that, son, she got up. Son, I had to pull her out of everything. She felt the feller, no fever. I mean, just God just done it just like that. I mean, just like that, God done it. But I brought her to the house of God. I didn't keep her home. Now, I don't mean to hurt nobody's feelings tonight, but, hey, we serve a mighty God, and we got to show him. I believe we got to show him we trust you, Lord, through the good and through the bad. All right. Acts 2, 40. Acts chapter 2 and verse 40. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Acts 2 and 40 read like this. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this utter word generation. Let me read it one more time. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this utter word generation. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated. All right, the topic tonight will be save yourselves. Save yourselves. I like to see everybody here, you know, because uh, when the Lord gives us a message, men of God, a message that God is for the whole church. You know, and I realize that some can't be here, but anyway. The Bible says in Ezekiel 3 and 17, he says, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the words of my mouth and give them warning from me. And God called me to be a watchman. God called Ezekiel to be a watchman over the whole house of Israel. God called me to be a watchman over this house. Y'all with me now, I want you to listen to this. Don't be writing or talking or praying, please. God gives me and these other ministers what this church needs. And this that I'm going to talk about tonight it's a matter of, of uh, all of the Word of God is a matter of heaven and hell and life and death. But this tonight can help you, all of us, all of us. But there's some in here that really needs it. Some really needs this tonight. And some of them ain't here that I know it needs it. But I would guide on whatever that podcast is, whatever it is, anyway. And 
Maybe they can listen to it. They, somebody told me they teach Sunday school teacher back there, and I was glad of that, said they listened to the Sunday school lesson over that. And you need to listen to it, what God gives me in the Sunday school. Because you can't be in him because somebody's got to be back, back there with the kids. But God made me a watchman. And uh, God deals with me. And like I say, these other ministers, dear God, to warn you, to encourage you, to lift you up but also to warn you. And Hebrews 13 and 17 says, Obey them that have the rule over you. Obey them that have the rule over you. And submit yourselves, for they watch for your soul. Y'all hear that? I watch, neither of us too, but I watch for your soul. I mean, sometimes I can just look across the congregation and, and, and God will let me know what state you're in. I don't mean, dear God, that God wants me to preach on that right then, but God will get around to it. But I'm a watchman. If anything, I don't, I don't worry about nothing on my side. I say don't, don't worry. But, but I don't worry about nothing in my life or my, myself as far as finances or, or, or body-wise or anything else. I, I don't worry about it. But when I see the devil on you, I worry about that. Because I know what he is. And they have, they, everybody in this house has got to have a defense against him. And if we don't have, know that we got that defense, then the devil, after a while, will keep eating and eating and eating, and after a while, he'll get you. In John 15, 4 and 5, now I'm, I'm talking about tonight, I'm talking about tonight, our walk with God. Every individual in here, our walk with God. See, we don't need to depend on somebody else's walk. We, we, need, we need one another's prayer. We need your God help from one another. But when it comes to salvation, dear God, we have got to walk this thing by ourselves. Got to walk it by ourselves. I'm talking about we save ourselves. The topic of this message tonight, dear God, is save yourself. I cannot save you, and you cannot save me. But I can save me, and you can save you. Jesus said, abide in me. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch. Now, this is, this, is, this is individual here. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, that's us, ye, except ye abide in me. Said, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me. And I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. We can't do nothing without him. I mean, we cannot do nothing without him. But I'm going to tell you tonight, God's a good God. And that situation in our life arises, dear God, that we need God to take care of. 
I'm going to go ahead and say this. I might be getting ahead of myself. You can come up here and pray. We can lay our hands on you, whatever situation. We can pray and pray and pray and pray. And God may help you, and God may deliver you. But if you leave him, if you don't pray, if you don't pray, that very thing is going to come back. The thing you come up here, they got time after time after time after time. It's because you're God, when you come, you're God, you're expecting God, and it's all right to come. You're expecting God to deliver you of that thing. But, and, and, and sometimes God does, but sometimes God don't. So what thing about it is, see, you can go back home, dear God, and touch God yourself. That's what God wants us to do, brother. The Bible didn't say anything. He said, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's all right. He said, if there's any among you afflicted, let him pray. Afflicted is troubles and sorrow. It said, if any sick among you, let him call for the elders and let them, normal with all, let them pray. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. But we're afflicted. That's troubles and sorrows. The Lord said, through James, said, you pray. You pray. If we pray till we get that thing out of our life, and we got to do it, I have told some, I don't know why God dipped me about it. God dipped me about it. I have told some, dear God, last week or so, I said, you got to pray. I said, you got to believe that God will do it for you. We got, we got to pray, dear God, if we're going to be, dear God, have things in our life, dear God, it's not pleasing to God. Maybe we've got, maybe got things in our life that are not pleasing to God. Well, you got to pray. you got to ask God to do that. And then, dear God, help. Yeah, I pray. I, I pray. I said, God, help me. Hey, thank you, Brother Cloud. I've had to pray, and I've had to fast over. But, dear God, it do no good for you to pray and fast over. It, 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 it may help help. You know, but it, what I'm saying is, dear God, it would be no good unless I do that. Things that I have overcome, dear God, I have prayed and I have fasted. I, I don't know, never come into the house to God, nobody up here, and that's Brother Henderson or nobody else prayed for me over my battles. Now, sick, yes, I have. Or somebody else I might request a prayer for. But the battles I have, where I've overcome them, I have prayed and my, fasted myself. And ask God to give me strength and help me to overcome these things. All right. Revelation 3, 7, they said, And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, right, this is right here. These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key of David, he that openeth, listen, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. What's he saying? He said, children, the door is open. The door is open. But we got to step in that door. And step in the way we step in that door again is through prayer and fasting and living for God. Living for God. I want what I want, dear God, is us quit depending on everybody else. He said the door is open to everybody. 
The only one that can shut that door is you. The only one that can not get what you need from God is you. It ain't me. Dear God, it ain't nobody else in this church. Dear God, it's you. We have got to pray. That door is open. Dear God, and we can step in that door and get anything. Now, Sister Harsey Henderson says here one night, I'll never forget it. She said, stood up and said, Brother William, God just told me to tell this church, dear God, there's a table spread right down here. Everything is on that table, dear God, that we need on that table. But somebody, dear God, just because it's there, ain't nobody going to get up that kind and get up and tell it to you. You're going to have to get up, dear God, and come after that, dear God, to get it. Everybody in here has got to do that. Dear God, we overcome. Dear God, we overcome. Dear God, by our testimonies, our praying and our fasting is the way we overcome. You'll never overcome. You'll never overcome by depending on somebody else's prayer. Why don't you tell them, nobody ain't here tonight. I, I want to list this right here. It's good to pray. You know what? People that are afflicted is troubled and sorrow and suffering. Yeah, it is. But you know what is good for that? You know what is good for that? It's the words of wisdom. The words of wisdom. Hey, people, dear God, in this church, they have, they, and, and that's good. Have problems, they have trouble, dear God. And I'm your pastor. And I pray, God, for most of all, for sick in your body, yeah, I pray for you, dear God. I know what you all or whatever you're going to pray for you. Call for an elder, dear God, or come to the house or whatever. But the, I have found out, dear God, when there's trouble, afflictions in an individual, as troubles and sorrows of this world and things of this world, if they'll call, if they'll call. I had some, dear God, as long as they would call me, God would help me, and I pray for that. You might want to pray for anything else. God, give me the words of wisdom to know what to say and when to say it to help somebody your God is down. And that's wonderful. But how did I do all that? And they backslide. And one individual, dear God, Sister Angel's sister. As long as that woman called me and I could talk to her, I could help her to carry on. But she quit calling, and she didn't pray. She didn't try to help herself, and everybody in here about knows what happened. We don't, we don't know where we're at. I'm going to tell you, we don't know where we're at. A some in here is on dangerous ground. Dangerous ground. Is that God, well, God's spirit should not always strive with man. God's got everything, brother Clyde. He owns everything. He's God Almighty. There ain't nothing happened, dear God, that God don't let happen. Y'all believe that tonight? Because, dear God, they're where they're at, they will not pray. They depend on every service. You're about it. They up here. Want prayer. I can't hardly make my mind and all this, that, and the other. Hey, I can't control your mind. And God ain't going to control it. He gave us power to control it. He said, bring every thought under the obedience of Christ. Every one of them. I can't pray. We can, we can pray for you, dear God, and pray for you, but I still say, Dear God, if any afflicted, let him pray. Let her pray. Let him pray. It's life and death. Dear God, we're going to have to learn. Dear God, we think we can't do it now. Well, the way this world is today, dear God, getting worse and worse and worse, dear God. And we need, dear God, a, a relationship with God ourselves. Put them cards down, girl. Hit you on the head with the microphone. You start listening.
The door's open. I'm going to tell you something. The Lord, the Lord is doing everything in his power to help us. Y'all know that? The Lord is doing everything in his God ain't going to make us. He is not going to make us pray. He is not going to make us fast. Doors open. And no man, he said, and no man, no man can shut that door. You, no, nobody can stop me. The only one who can stop me from getting my help, my deliverance, my blessing, the only one who can stop me from getting that is Edward Williams. It ain't nobody, the devil or nobody else has got that power. I, God gave me that power. It said, it's good advice right here. Revelation 3 and 2 said, be watchful. Y'all hear that? Y'all know why you're in the state, a lot of people get in the state they're in. I won't say y'all. You know why people get to the state they are? They're not watching their enemy. We got an enemy. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. And they some, God, they some at the point of dying. I've talked to them. I tried to encourage them. I said, pray. I said, you can touch God. I ain't been to Sunday. I, talk, I said, listen, you can touch God. You ain't got to worry about all this other junk. I said, it, it, well, that don't matter. I said, you can touch God. But I said, you've got to pray. You've got to reach out to God. You can do this right here. You can hold on. You can do it. I ain't been back one time since then. Dangerous place. Dangerous place. God gave me this right here to tell this church. And some dear God really needs it. I ain't even here. And I don't know if they're here or not, but you're here, and you can hear it. We got to pray. Hey, I, God knows me. When I bow on my knees and, from, and reach out to my God from my heart, God hears me. God said one time, said, I hear everybody. Told me, I said it right here. I said, I hear everybody. Dear God, when they turn their heart toward me as sinner or whatever, God hears them. And God starts pulling. I cannot. And nobody else can take your afflictions away from you but you letting God help you do it. It's the only way. It's going to take you. It's going to take you. It's going to take me to do this, to fight. Has little strength. Watchful. Be watchful. And strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. I have not found thy words perfect. Before God. You know what the works, what the disciples said, Lord, why is the work of God? You know what he said? You know what he said? Believe on him who the Father has sent. I believe, God, you'll do it for me. God, I believe you'll do it for me. And God will do it. God will do it. Revelation 3 and 20, Jesus said, Behold, I stand. Listen right here. Ain't we concerned a good God? He said, I stand at the door 
and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he will me. But we got to open the door, don't we? We got to open the door. Stand at the door and knock. I'm glad God's a good God. He's a merciful God. But Brother Clyde, I believe he's got limits. He, he pulls and he pulls and he pulls. And sometimes, dear God, he gets us in situations, dear God, to get our attention. And we still walk away. Still walk away. Knock. When I was a drunk, I riding road when the old man was. Brother Clyde, the God was knocking on my heart. I might be drunk, but that's when I would talk about the Lord. That's bad, ain't it? But God never quit knocking. And God's knocking, except one, there's one individual in here. I don't know if God's still knocking or not. I mean it. I don't know if I can feel it. There's one individual in here that ain't here tonight that I don't know if God ain't quit knocking. Just flat reject, 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 reject. When he's knocked, and he's knocked, and he's knocked, and he's knocked, and he's knocked. And all you've got to do is say, Lord, help me. That's the open that door. God, just help me. Lord, I can't help myself. God, help me. You ever be in that mess? Just help me, God. That's all we've got to do is help me. But Paul said they first be a willing mind that is accepted according to what a man has and not according to what he don't have. It don't matter what shape we're in or where we're at. If we just say, God, help me, open that door, say, God, help me. I've told God, I said, God, I can't, I can't do this myself. And we can't. We can't. But the thing about it is, when we get to that point, we got affliction, that's trouble or sorrow, and that's the devil trying to kill us. Once we pray ourselves, and God, listen to me, once we pray ourselves, and God delivers us, that builds our faith up. God hears me. God hears me. God will do this for me. James 4 and 8 said, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Luke 10, 19 said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Well, why are we there? Why are we there? Because we listen to the wrong person, the wrong voice, and we get in a mess. When the the Lord said that he gave us power, see? You don't accept nothing. If I can hand you something in your hand, dear God, you, if you don't have to accept it, you don't receive it. We accept it because the devil offers it to us, and we accept it. It don't matter what it is. It can be a temper. It can be fornication. It can be anything. God don't offer that to us. The devil offers that to us. And we have to reach out and get a hold of it and accept it. 
And then when we accept it, dear God, that puts a load on us. As a child, dear God, it once tried to live for God, and still, dear God, got in our heart to live for God. But when that thing, dear God, when we accept that from him, that puts a load on us, dear God, a load that we can't tote. And we, we the one accept it, dear God, and we the one that got to give it back to him. Got to. You better listen to me. Just then you make sure that uh, your, both your daughters hear this. It's good to get prayer. But I'm going to tell you, we cannot, you cannot depend on my prayer, dear God, to deliver you. You have got to pray yourself. You have got to reach out to God yourself. Then when God delivers you, and you pray, when God delivers you, you're going to know it, dear God, and you're going to have victory over it. The Bible says in James 7, it says, submit yourselves. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves. Well, who is yourself? You and me. Submit yourself to God. Resist. Who resists? Me, I resist. You resist. The devil, and then he'll flee from you. I cannot, dear God, draw the nigh to God for you, and you can't draw the nigh to God for me. And I can't submit myself to God for you, and you can't do it for me. I'm talking about an individual walk. Yeah, we're a, we're a body of Christ, and we pray. Well, you know we pray one for another. I pray for you and pray for you, and I do pray for you, dear God. Especially if I know, dear God, the devil's trying to work, and I see him trying to work in, in peace with dear God. And do, I believe I see the devil trying to work in some people in this church, dear God, doing everything they know to do. And if they don't watch him, if they don't watch him, they're going to reach out and get something other, dear God, ain't going to be good. The devil won't never give up on you. He'll never give up on you. Not long as we got breath, dear God, he will never give up on us. But it's up to us. Moan and groan and crying. It's your fault. If you want to moan and groan and cry, because I'm moaning and groaning sometimes. I don't do you, but I do my wife. Sometimes I do. If you're afflicted, if you don't call me, don't call somebody as bad off as you are. But they're not going to help you. Talk to somebody that's spiritual in the Lord. Are there people in here, dear God, that, that you can help? These girls, dear God, they won't talk to me, but they'll talk to Sister Angel. And that's good. I pray, I pray in the day for Sister Angel. I said, God, I thank you for Sister Angel. She's a, she's a, she's a, she's a standing in the gap for them. You love her, don't you? That's about your second mama, ain't it? Need others, too. They won't come to me, and that's fine. That's all right. They'll come to Sister Sherry or they'll come to Sister Angel, and that's, all, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. They're able to help them. They're spiritual. They live for God. But they can't help you if you don't help yourself. If we don't pray ourselves, they can't help you. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. And yeah, you may have resisted more than one time. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Well, he'll be back. He'll be back, but he'll flee from you for a while. 
2 Corinthians 10, 5 said, casting down imagination. Who's going to do that? Just Tracy, I can't cast down your imagination. And I know, you, I know you're tempted with evil just like everybody because God allows that. I don't mean you mean, but we all are. We're going to be tempted. And the devil tempts us. God don't tempt us with evil. The devil tempts us with evil. I cannot, I cannot cast down them imaginations out of your mind. So it says, cast, you, me, cast down them imaginations. Are y'all getting what I'm saying tonight? We got to cast down our imagination. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought under the obedience of Christ. We got to do that. Bring every thought under the obedience of Christ. Brother Ebert, I'm weak. Well, I'm weak too. My strength's in God. I ain't got no strength within myself. It's God. It's God. I pray. It's still something that I ask God quite often. It ain't that I ain't got it, but I want more of it. Look, I want more of it. But you can't get that from me. You hear me? You cannot. Now, we pray. I believe we pray and pray and pray, and God will honor our prayer. And God will do everything he can do to, to if he can, to answer. The, if I pray for you, God, he's getting slack. I know Brother Monty, I said, God, Brother Monty, getting slack. I, I can see he getting slack. God, do something. God, do something. Pray. God, do something for him. And God will do it. But it's up to Brother Monty. It's up to Brother Monty to pray. And to come out from that. I can't bring, if I could bring them out, there'd be no backsliders in this church. I don't know how many have been in this church that backslid and went back. No one of them would be back, backslid if I could do anything about it. And I've done everything I know to do about it, but they got to do it. You got to do it. I got to do it. Brother Clyde got to do it. We all have got to do it. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the abyss of Christ. We have got to do this. Philippians 2, 12 and 13 says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye, ye have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. There is no, there is no, not, not, not that we serving a great and mighty God. There is no need of battling something today, dear God, that you battled last year. There's no need in that. There's something on my part or on your part. I don't mean to be mean about this right here, but dear God, there's something on your part that you're not doing that God won't deliver you of that. And you got to do it. I wish to God I could do it. I thank God for. If people, dear God, ever call me. And most of the time, I can tell them. Now, sometimes, dear God, I just have to say, hey, I'm going to have to pray about it, and then I'll get back with you on it because I ain't got nothing. But most of the time, God gives me something. And I can tell through the Spirit, dear God, that they're better, dear God, than they hang up. Holding on another day. Hold on another day. If you're still battling, dear God, don't quit battling. But realize, I want you to realize you ain't got to depend on nobody else. Just you and God. Hey, some of the battle fight right here, things for years that I preach on 
and they're still doing it. They're doing it, and they know it's wrong. They're doing it because I don't know, we just don't want to get rid of it. God, I'd want to get rid of it. That ain't mean, is it? I know what I'm talking about, Brother Clyde. God talks to me, and God shows me, and God, I just know. I just know. We don't realize it's heaven or hell. And we've fought it, and we've fought it, and we've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and, 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 and most likely you have not prayed like you ought to. You might say, God, help me, God, help me, God, help me, and don't never think about it again until you get back to church. Say, I'm going to get up by prayer again and get it gone. No, it ain't going to never get gone. You'll battle that thing till you die and go to hell if you don't fight, pray, and fast. These things I've had to fast, fast, fast over. Dear God, for God to help me down through my life. Because you know what your problem is? It's flesh. It's live. It's live, and you can't win that way. You've got to kill this flesh. Don't let nobody, don't let nobody cause you to do something Dear God, as you know that God ain't pleased with. Because that thing will get a hold of you. And then you're going to have to battle, 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 battle to get rid of it. Romans 8. Listen right here. Why should we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? What did he say? Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for yourself. There ain't no rest, dear God, when we got things in our life, dear God, that's keeping us down. There ain't no rest in it. Dear God, we can't lay down at night and rest. I can't lay down at night and rest knowing there's something in my life that's not pleasing to God. I can't do it. That who shall lay it? Anything to the charge of God's elect, it is God that justifies. Who is he that condemneth? It's Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us? Who? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine, nakedness or pearl or sword? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Y'all hear that? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angel, nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Who? 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 You can't do it with me, for me. And I can't for you. Who's going to do that? If I, if I got it, I've done it. I want this to get across tonight. It's us. It ain't nobody else. Dear God, if we are, dear God, if we are, 
loud words to come our way that cause us to do things, make us mad, and cause us to do things, to say things we ought not to say. It ain't the individual dear God said them words. It's us. Man, nobody has power over us. The devil don't have power over us. Man don't have power over us. We have power over us. Only one that has power over us. I'm not going to hell for nobody. I'm not going to do nothing. God help me. I'm not going to do nothing against God because of what somebody else thinks about me or said about me. I'm not going to do it, Brother Clyde. You know, what, you, know, you know the only one that's hurting is hurting Edward Williams. That's the only one that's hurting is hurting me. Paul said it, I love this right here. I love it all, says Tracy, but I love this right here. There's some words I love. I love all of them. Philippians 4, 13, Paul said, I can. Now listen to this. Paul said, I can. Not somebody else can do it for me, but I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ that strengthens me. I can. Do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Yes, I can. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6, 12, this is right here. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient or helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any of it. All things. I can do anything I want to do. God ain't going to keep me from doing anything I want to do. Because, dear God, he, uh, he, he talks about a willing mind. I can do anything I want to. All things lawful for me. But I will not. Devil, I will not be brought under the power of any of it. You know why? Because I don't have to. I don't have to. Devil ain't never done nothing to me, brother Clyde. I had to start a low down dog ain't done it but try to kill me and destroy me. And when I do something like that, I'm doing it because, dear God, he's the instigator of it, ain't he? Yes, he is. Ain't we love the wonderful, merciful, loving God that forgive us? Ain't that wonderful? Matthew 6, 6, but thou, Matthew 6, 6, but thou, thou, that's, 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 that's individual, thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father, which is in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. Get in that closet. I don't know about you. I don't know about any women. My Lord, I'm going I'm to start going in that room back there and let them come out here. Because there's something in that room back there. Me and Brother Stephen going to start going to that room back there. I can get down here and pray and pray and pray. It's like praying against a wall, it seems like, sometimes. Most of the time it is. Just catch it until I can stay here long enough to get in that closet. Get in the closet. When we bow on our knees before God, God hears us. 
and God knows us before we even asked him, God knows exactly what we need. See, this ain't about a shout and a hoop and a heart and a run. This is about living for God. That's about overcoming. The one your God's going to make it, that he that overcome, your God's going to make it in. And we go, who are we overcoming? We're coming overcoming ourselves. We ain't got to overcome the devil. All we got to do is overcome ourselves. It's heaven or hell. Hell's still real. I think about how long. Boy, Lord, I don't want to go to that place. Where that rich man's at, bro. I'm tormented. Day and night. He's still tormented. Day and night. Right now, he's tormented. And he'll be tormented to that great white throne judgment. As far as I know, he'll be come out there. And then he'll be judged and put into the lake of fire never to come out. Can you imagine that? I'm talking about a body, dear God, that's been changed from mortal to immortality. Every human being is going to be changed from mortal to immortality, and they're going to spend eternity somewhere. I want it to be heaven. What about y'all? But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which sits in secret shall reward thee openly. We need to be prayed up. You know why? Because a thief's coming. He's coming. And if we prayed up, he ain't going to accomplish nothing. Oh, he's going to try. But think about it is, see. Think about it is we need to encourage ourselves. And say, I don't know how to do this. When he comes, his, his little bag of tricks and everything and offerings to us, say, hey, I don't have to do this. I don't have to have this year. When you're getting cussed out or something like that, hey, I don't have to yield to this. I know where that's coming from. I don't have to do that. Matthew 24, 43 says, But know this, that if the good man of the house, and that's us, had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. If you know... <laughs> If you know he come to destroy you, a lot of time, dear God, why, why we failed, dear God, we're looking, dear God, at the individual. God spoke to me many years ago when I first started pastoring. There's no man down there. His wife come, and he'd talk about a church house. Wasn't a bunch of devils down there and all that. And I was young in the Lord, and dear God, it built up something in me. Boy, I was ready, ready to go up there and tell him what I thought of it. And God spoke to me and said, it ain't him, but it's what's in him. We prayed at night. We prayed with a prayer cloth. He called us devils and everything, and gave it to his wife. I said, you hide it somewhere. A couple of weeks, he was sitting on the bench. He didn't ever come to the altar, but he's sitting on the bench. I could have went up there and said something or had thoughts. Dear God, I wouldn't have thought about that. And I was having them. I'll tell you what, I was having them. Thoughts I ought not have had about him had got me in trouble, but I was young in the Lord. I've, I've learned some things since then. Realize one thing I try to do, and that's what you ought to try to do, and everybody, situation you get in with people in your lives, we ought to learn to look at them people like the Lord looks at them, like he looks at them. And he looks at them as a child of his. Your God has been destroyed by the devil is the way the Lord looks at them. And he's the only hope they have. And maybe we're the only hope they have praying for them. But yet we're mad with them. We'd like to slap them upside the head and stuff like that. 
That's the wrong thought to have. I'm hurrying. I'm hurrying. Yes, I am. Luke 21. I'm going to get through with this. Y'all ain't no hurry, are you? Luke 21, 34 through 36. Jesus said, and take heed to yourselves. Lest at any time your heart be overcharged with sufficing and drunkenness and cares of this life. So that that day come upon the unaware. For as a snare shall it come all, all them that dwell on the earth. Of the whole earth. Face of the whole earth. Watch therefore. Watch ye therefore. And pray always. Watch ye therefore. And pray always. That ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things. That shall come to pass. And to stand before the Son of God. Pray, 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 pray. James 5 and 13 said, I already said something about this right here. Any among you afflicted, let him pray. That's what saw. And if any sick among you, let him call for the elders and let them pray. So we got to pray. Let me say this. Say the one word, a big word. And that word is if. If there's an if in our lives that I can live for God if. I mean, maybe in our mind. Because I can do it, do it as long as this don't happen. Somebody comes and slap me upside the head. I can do it except that. Somebody spits me in the face. I can do it except that. If there's an if in our life, the devil's going to find it. He's going he to he send it our way. But there ain't no ifs. I get teaching over where it says, anybody hits, slaps, you turn, slap, slaps you turn the other cheek, my son, I'll just, you better get over that mess. I'm on, I, I may go up there one day, I'm on, when he thinks he got it, I'm on, I may go up there Brother Wayne, just slap him right upside the head and see what he does. I ain't going to do that. But tonight it's us. It ain't nobody else. Nobody can stop us going to heaven but us. Nobody is, can make us do nothing wrong but us. Us. And the price is too great to pay. This ain't real right now like it needs to be, but it was going to be real one of these days. It's going to be real one of these days. They say to see the Son of Man coming, they're going to wail and cry and all this. They see him coming because they know, hey, I've messed up. They're going to know. I, the people in this world, I, 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 I know they're going to know when the Lord comes back and takes his church out of here this church. Yeah, they are. And this altar and this house is going to be full after that. And there will be a line, somebody standing right here behind his pulpit and say, you can have another chance. But he said, dear God, he gonna, when he come and take his church out, he's closing the door. Never to be open again to the Gentiles. Never. To God people. Or not God people, but to the world, brother. No more. That's going to happen. That priest, my boss man over yonder, I'm going to shut up. That boss man over yonder, he, he'd write, when I worked in the newspaper, he'd write a, 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 a 
I forgot what they, what they called it. It's a little book they wrote every year. What they call that there? Anyway, yeah, oh, about it. And he said in there, said that when the Lord come back, they're going to be some that just like, just wasn't quite ready to go. And they're going to be preachers, which he's right about it. Preachers left here. And then, them preachers are going to be able to preach to them and give them another chance to make it. That's a lie. That's a deceiving lie right there. Once the Lord takes his church out of here, dear God, he's going to take his spirit out of him. Can you imagine? I read over in Revelations this week over there where that a fourth part of the earth, dear God, part of it is going to be animals killing them. Can you imagine the only thing, the only thing to make an animal? You can walk out, dear God, and them squirrels out of the yard there, and I can walk close to them there, but they won't let me get to them. They're going to get away from me. And anything else, I can walk out there, a deer or something like that, dear God, see, they're gone. You know why? Because God said that when he created everything. He said the fear of animals will be on man. But when that fear, that's God. That's why they're like that. God done that. I don't know why I'm watching God done that. But when that is taken up, you got a, a house cat that eats you alive. You know that? You try to hold one, you got one to get turned loose, and you see what happens to you. I don't want to be here. I want to be gone. Let's stand. All right. Does anybody need prayer? Head this way. We'll sure pray for you.